Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we have a great story of a retired engineer getting a very creative revenge against neighbors. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, someone got mad at me at work because our orange trees have fruits and learned about other kinds of fruits the hard way. It didn't happen today, but I spoke with a friend about the garden. At my primary workplace, we have a beautiful garden that people really love to visit. We allow it because it usually doesn't bother us, but once, when I got out to buy some extra milk for our office, a woman came to me. Can I take some of your oranges? They're getting spoiled like that. Such a shame that you don't pick them up. Um, they're not oranges, they're... I don't believe you, I'll take your oranges because it's dangerous to leave them like that. What if they fall down and someone will fall because of them? I say I pick them from the ground every morning, and they're not... She says, don't you lie to me, I'll take how much that I can. I shrugged and wrote a message to my manager, warning her about our surprise in the garden, so she won't be alarmed while I'm at the store. Here, I'll eat one now, the woman proclaimed. I'd love to see you try, I chuckled. She took a bite, yes, a bite with the peel and all, and just as it entered her mouth, she spit it out angrily. It's really dangerous, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Ma'am, don't you ma'am me, it's not oranges, I don't believe you, it's bitter orange. Biggerade orange, replying with, it's not a real thing, she yelled and stomped out angrily. Edit, I didn't explain here clearly what kinds of fruit they are, and some people are rightfully confused. It's a fruit called bitter orange, also known as Seville orange. It looks very similar to a regular orange, but it has a very bitter taste. People can eat them. It's not poisonous, but it's not tasty at all. Out of the thousands of people I've encountered in the garden, I'm pretty sure that only two of them really like to eat them raw. It's always used in an altered way. Marmalade, as an additive to cakes, beverages, and many other kinds of food. I'm pretty sure that you can get a full cookbook for bitter oranges here in the comments, which is totally awesome by the way. This story kind of reminds me of like plantains, and how you'll always hear stories of people being confused because it's supposed to be just a large banana, but they just cannot fathom that not all bananas taste the same. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of revenge, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, still mistyping my mail address? eat this. Some years ago, I started to receive strange emails, quotes and stuff, from companies I never contacted for a guy with, obviously, the same name as mine. At first, I emailed them that they may have a typo in the email address. Some replied and it was always like, thanks for the info, but that email address was entered into our contact form exactly that way. So I decided at some point to just ignore and delete that stuff until I got a reservation confirmation from a hotel with all of his stuff, like private address and mobile number. At first, I checked with the hotel if maybe my credit card had been used to pay. It didn't. I asked them to remind their guests to enter the correct email address when doing a reservation. She chuckled, but she promised to do so after I explained to her that the situation is going on for over a year now. Now that I had his mobile number, I decided to contact him over WhatsApp. It did go something like this. Hey, would you mind to check your email address when you contact someone? They say, who is this? The guy who's getting most of your emails because you use my email address instead of yours. They say, bullcrap. I say, then why am I getting your emails? How did you get my number? 
I say confirmation for your hotel reservation. Any questions? That was the last I heard from him. He probably blocked me. I don't know, but the mails kept coming. Until one day, I received a mail with the subject, your job application. The guy had tried to call him on his mobile, but he seemed to have a typo in his number. Really? And now he wanted him to call him back. So I did. And I explained the situation. After that, I asked him if he wanted to have his number, since I still had it in my contacts. But he didn't. If someone does not care to double-check his job application, chances are that he's also working that way, and he didn't want to hire someone like that. I knew he maybe would never find out about that, unless he called that guy to ask him why he didn't hear from him yet, but it felt good. There still came some mails, but not that many anymore. I ignored and deleted them, except for one. Reservation for a very expensive diner show. Two seats, him and a female name. Attached to that mail was a link where you could manage your reservation, and you could choose what you wanted to eat. There was a date given until you would be able to do so, and I waited until the last day in the evening. Oh boy, with a big evil grin, I was selecting the vegan option for both of them. In the comment field, I typed, please remind myself to use the right email address. That was it. I never received an email that was meant for him. Seems like he learned his lesson. I still have his number, just in case. I kind of wonder if OP got the sense that this guy was a little bit older, you know, somebody that maybe isn't too technologically aware, or maybe they found the one rare oddity where a younger person isn't that technologically aware. Because I just don't understand in this day and age, being that confused and especially not being aware enough that your emails are not going to you. I mean, wouldn't you at some point realize you're supposed to have something and it's just not there? Not to mention the fact they were already warned. Our next story is, I convinced a girl to pluck out her eyelashes. There was a girl in high school that was not nice to me, somewhat mean even. One day she came up to me and asked if Amy was my sister. I said, yes, why? She went on and on about how beautiful her long, lush eyelashes were. And it was true, my sister was blessed with gorgeous lashes and pretty green eyes. And this was all before fake lashes were a normal thing for everyday girls to have. She asked me how she managed to have lashes like that. I said, you know how they always say that if you shave your legs, the hair will grow back thicker and longer? Well, she just plucked them all out and they grew back like that. Thick, long, and lush. This girl went the rest of the school year without eyelashes. I had no guilt. I literally cannot imagine the torture of plucking out every single individual eyelash. It's one thing when you have an eyelash that's ready to go or whatever and it just kind of falls out, but the idea of actually trying to pluck one and like it's pulling your eyelid away because it's still holding on, and then doing that for all of them? No thank you. This next story is, my mom is petty as freak and I'm here for it. My mom is the result of my grand's second marriage. She had five older siblings, and my grand would stress that as my granddad raised all the children from small, she considered all her kids to be no more or less than just siblings. My grand had her first five kids pretty young, so my cousins are considerably older than my brother and I. So in the mid-90s, these cousins start getting married, and my mom wasn't invited to their weddings. They all had a similar story, they only want their full-blood family at their weddings. My mom took it in her stride, but it must have hurt a lot. These were nephews and nieces that were constantly around. She'd practically raised some of them. Q2002, and I was about to get married. Husband and I both came from huge families, so we hired a hall that could easily seat 800 people. My mom invited about 30 of her colleagues, neighbors, and friends. 
She did not, however, invite her brothers and sister whose kid refused to have her at their weddings. My brother got married in 2010. Same story. She invited church members and pastors. Only one uncle was invited with his kids. I'm proud of her pettiness. Screw them. Is this really a revenge or is this honestly what she should have done? I mean, okay, I guess it is petty. She could have extended that olive branch and have invited them. But I think it's reasonable in most situations somebody who experiences this would do that. Our next story is my dad's decade-long revenge plan. When I was young, my father applied for planning permission to build an extension, but it was opposed by a neighbor, and their excuse was that it would block the sunlight to their property. So my dad planted a row of a dozen or so small trees. I don't know what they're called, but they look like Christmas trees and they grow very tall. I think they're a sort of pine. Anyway, after a few years, they'd grown taller than our house and completely blocked out the so-called sunlight to our neighbor's property. The situation was so petty that I don't even think the neighbors noticed it because they've never said a word about it. I would be willing to bet that these neighbors who seem to be overly nosy might actually be upset that they went and planted these trees there. How dare they try to obstruct their peaking vision and ability. Our next story is, my brother-in-law tried to get me fired, so I ruined his wedding photos. This actually happened about four years ago. At the time, I was married to my now ex-wife. Her sister Alice was getting married to Roger, but let's backtrack a bit so I can set the scene. It's a bit long, but bear with me, friends. I'd had a story to pass with Roger, and we didn't care for each other in the least, to put it mildly. He was, is, a compulsive liar, mooch, and cheat and had pretty much alienated Alice from most of her friends and family. He and I had a falling out over all this, where I called him out on all his BS. In revenge, he said a lot of really horrible lies about me to the family and had done his best to try and get me fired from my job, as well as some other things I can't discuss. Really evil crap. As a result, we had to pay a lawyer to send him a cease and desist letter and we went no contact with either of them. I wouldn't even be in the same building with him for any reason including birthdays, Christmas, etc. After a few years, I was still no contact with either of them. My wife would talk to her sister occasionally, which didn't really bother me, but I came under a lot of pressure from my in-laws to normalize things somewhat. You know, for the good of the family. Now, I got along great with my in-laws, and it was really important to them, so I gave it a shot. I would basically be at an event with them, but wouldn't socialize or engage with either of them. A few months later, they announced their engagement and begin planning the wedding. My wife was to be maid of honor, and our kids, six and four, would be flower girl and ring bearer. Now, I was absolutely not in the wedding party. This you must understand. And I was perfectly okay with that. As the planning continues, I get word that Roger would like to buy me a suit as his way of making amends, and so I wouldn't have to pack a suit of my own. I had plenty of suits, so this was a really odd request. But he comes from some money and said it was his way of trying to make amends for all of the BS in the past. Whatever, fine. I'll go along. I sent my measurements over along with my sons for the wedding planner. The wedding was in a different state, so I wouldn't be able to see the suit until we picked it up a day before the wedding. This concerned me, along with his insistence that I wouldn't have to bring a suit, so I packed my own suit as well. A nice charcoal gray two-piece with white shirt and blue tie. We fly into the state check into our hotel, and I head to the haberdasher to pick up the suits, along with my son and father-in-law. Also not in the wedding party, but also getting a suit. Turns out Roger hadn't bought us suits, but had actually rented us the same cream-colored tuxedos as his side of the wedding party. 
basically trying to dress us up like the groomsmen despite not being in the wedding. I immediately saw why he didn't want me to pack a suit and had a good laugh at it but said nothing and let him think he got over on me. My wife also found this quite hilarious and there we formulated our plan. The day of the wedding, everyone got dolled up in their wedding kits, champagne dresses and cream tuxedos and me in my charcoal gray suit. When Roger saw me, he was cordial but looked a bit irked. I found out through the grapevine he was absolutely livid I didn't wear the tux, which frankly made my day. Now for the absolute best part, and cue the petty revenge, the pictures. Because I was close family, I was included in a lot of pictures by default. But my wife, bless her heart, made a point of pulling me into almost every picture she was able to. When the pictures came back, it was amazing, I was in at least 60% of the pictures. I was in there somewhere and stood out like a sore thumb. 8 to 10 people all dressed in the same cream and white, and me in my almost black suit. Alice was so beyond ticked, she had a near meltdown and insisted everyone get together to retake the pictures the right way, which of course didn't happen as this was three months after the wedding. So yeah, enjoy your wedding album with its almost perfect color scheme and coordination. Yeah, sure would have been nice if this guy was just, you know, upfront about what they wanted to have happen. Maybe OP would have just straight up backed out instead of getting their revenge but at least they wouldn't be miserable about 60% of their wedding photos and really their whole wedding is a memory, being spoiled by a mere charcoal gray suit. This next story is proving my teacher wrong and rubbing it in his face every day. So I was bullied in school. One of my tormentors wore a cost headset. One day I had enough and kicked, more like shoved with my foot, him in the stomach. As my foot came down, I snagged the cord and ripped it out of one side of the headset. Now, anyone who has owned one of those POS headsets knows that they aren't very complicated. He goes crying to our teacher, and he reams me out and tells me he's going to call my mom and demand we buy my bully a new one. My grandfather was real good with his hands, and I knew he could solder that wire back in place in no time. I told my teacher as much, but he angrily insisted that they were broken beyond repair, and not to question him since he was a teacher and I was just a stupid kid who didn't know anything about electronics. I said fine, we'll replace it, but only if I got the broken headset. He got this smug, superior look on his face and told me that was fine and good luck with that. My mom didn't give me crap about it when I came home, God bless that woman, and picked up a brand new pair. I then went to my grandfather, who fixed it in 15 minutes. The next day I walk into school with my refurbished headset blaring an audiobook, Yes, I was and am that kind of guy, and hand my bully the new headset. He's ticked that I fixed the headset and wants it back. I tell him to pound sand. He goes crying to teacher again, and I'm waiting with a huge poop-eating grin on my face. Teacher comes chugging around the corner with bully in his wake. I smile wider. The bully starts whining and demanding he gets the old headset back. Teacher gets red in the face and tells bully, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. That he can't have both? Bully throws a tantrum to no avail. Bully stomps away. I walk up to my teacher and say, My granddad fixed it in 15 minutes. It seems you aren't half as smart as you think you are. For the rest of my time at that school, I took that headset out of my bag every time my class with that teacher ended and put it on while looking my teacher right in the eyes, smirking like only a vindictive teenager can. I ensured a toxic work environment for that smug jerk. My bully, you ask? He escalated his torment after that and eventually got kicked out. All in all, that worked out pretty well for me. Yeah, I mean, if it just comes down to the wire was pulled out, even if, like, you have to open the headset up and make sure the wires are, like, soldered directly onto whatever, maybe, chip or even connecting it back to whatever sound components, it's not too hard to do, and anybody that has enough experience soldering could easily do that. Honestly, I just don't understand why this kid wasn't happy having a new shiny replacement. This next story is just a neighborly warning. So background for reference, I had just gotten out of the army, medical retirement for combat injuries, spinal injury, rebuilt knee, nerve damage in the opposite leg, plus more. Keeping it short, my mind was still good, but I had problems being on my feet a lot and even walked with a cane. A company offered me a logistics manager position, but after multiple interviews, drug tests and all, they informed me the position would not be open for a year or more, but I could apply as part of the family once it did, but that until then I'd be working the warehouse, prepping shipping pallets half of each shift and teaching my supervisor about logistics for the other half of the day. You know, the guy doing the job they advertised and that I applied for? Anyway, I told them where to shove it and left and that's the background. Onto my petty revenge. I got a different job in a field I never considered and I'm still with this company now, 7 years. Two years ago, HR asked me as a vet to assist them at a job fair being hosted at our local American Legion Hall. Love to, let's do it. Well, we're there setting up and who slash what do I see? Not only a hiring table for the company, but their HR lady who was one of the three directly involved in my hiring slash bait and switch. I quickly turned to my HR rep, told them of what happened, and checked that she would be cool with me doing some sabotage as payback. I was cleared to engage. I started off just stopping by and saying hi, seeing if she recognized me, which she didn't. I then waited. Once tables and presentations were ready, I saw her head for the recruiter's snack-slash-break area and followed. There were probably 15 or so recruiters there waiting for things to start and talking to each other about their companies, what they do and what they're looking for. She talked about her company and what they were looking for for a minute and I made a point of frowning and shaking my head. One of the other guys asked me what was up, so I looked at him and said, I'm just impressed by the nerves to recruit at an American Legion event with her company's history of complaints for pulling bait and switches on veterans, hiring vets for one position, then closing it when they start, and trying to push them into other jobs that conflict with their disabilities. She, of course, replied that she was unaware of any such allegations and did not believe her company would ever do such a thing, I smiled. Actually, I was one of several who filed complaints, and you were one of the three people directly involved. 
About six years ago, your office was in the prefab building just west of the gravel parking lot for the warehouse facility in town, just off the second exit from Highway So-and-So. I was lucky enough to recheck the contract you handed me after interviews and drug screenings and saw that you gave me not only a contract for a completely different position from what you advertised and that I applied to, but also would have put me on the hook for the testing and training expenses if I left before two years had passed. At that point, I just stopped, sipped my coffee while staring at her, and quietly enjoyed the what a piece of trash looks the other vets were giving her. She tried a couple excuses like that they'd gone through restructuring since then, but no one seemed to be giving any of it even a thought. Things started up a couple minutes later and we were all at our tables and spinning our recruitment lines. Best part? I saw so many vets looking through tables and talking to recruiters just do quick no thanks to her and speed past her. She packed up and left pretty much as soon as lunch came around, having had no luck all morning. Bonus, she had brought several boxes of standard market-sized bottles of their products as giveaways. She left them behind in case anyone wanted some. I grabbed two bottles of each kind and flavor, and when some of the others gave me inquiring looks, I just made them laugh saying I was finally getting compensated for the cost of driving out to their interviews. I think as far as any of them were concerned, if OP took the whole thing home, all of those bottles, none of them could complain considering the experience they gave OP and then showed up to this event. Our next story is, got a Domino's driver in trouble for shouting a slur at me. My girlfriend and I are both visibly trans. We also both often wear pride stuff, and I have some rainbow stickers on my car. We used to work at the gas station right by our house, so we know a ton of the locals from there, including most of the Domino's drivers. We were sitting on the porch smoking a joint when a car turns the corner, and as they passed our house, the driver leaned out the window and yelled, Gays! Clear as day. I wish I'd misheard him, but it was unmistakable. I immediately jumped out of my seat and started screaming back crap like, Did you just call me a gay freaker? You should freaking end things, jerk. And he didn't even look back towards us, just ignored me. He pulled into the driveway two houses down and dropped off a pizza box. I was still yelling, he was still ignoring me. When he left, he went the opposite way so he wouldn't have to pass us. I was shaking with rage. So I took a few minutes to calm down and we decided to go ask the neighbors about the guy. I didn't know the lady who answered the door, but I'm friendly with her granddaughter. We apologized for interrupting their dinner and told her the driver had shouted homophobic slurs at us and we wanted to know where they'd ordered from. Domino's. Thanks. Then we called Domino's and said we just got a delivery to neighbor's address and the driver was so nice. What's his name? Brandon? Great, tell him we said thank you. Then I made an official complaint on the contact us form on the Domino's website. I may have been a little dramatic about how this man obviously knows where I live and has made me feel unsafe at my own home. Then I called the store back and asked for a manager, told her what happened. She got her boss on the line. They both sounded appropriately horrified and were very kind and apologetic. Big Boss said Brandon was still out on a delivery but that he would be reprimanded and sent home as soon as he returned. He assured me that he would be written up and suspended. I think he handled it perfectly and I was very grateful. I said something like, We order from you guys all the time and we've never had an issue and I'm sure you wouldn't want your employees committing hate crimes on the clock. So Brandon, enjoy your time off and watch your mouth. You know where I live if you want to apologize. Or fight me, bench. I may be a gay, but I'm no softy. Yeah, I think this is a pretty appropriate thing to do. 
make sure you call up and report the guy. Obviously, OP did an even better job of making sure they got the dude's name for sure first. Because, sadly, there are a lot of people who, when hearing that complaint, would try to safeguard and protect their employee, even though it really shouldn't be that way. I imagine, honestly, in a lot of situations where you might have more freely complaints from, like, a Karen, whenever they argue and say, what was their name? You gotta report this guy. They'd probably also protect them and not mention it in that situation, too. This next story is sister-in-law, 31-year-old female, got mad I, 36-year-old female, posted our niece's second birthday pics, so I deleted the post, then her. It's not much, but it was honest work. Background of her curating her rich life, her kids have names from the royal family, she married into millions, she posted the birthday party, curated pics of course. When she was asked a few years ago if she'd prefer a great vacation with bad photos for Instagram or great pics for Instagram and a bad vacation, she chose the bad vacation and good pics. This is her. Her family calls her a bully. She loves for our kids to play together and specifically always mentions how pretty our kids are together. So vain. We live in different states, so it's every few months. She loves for them to pose and take pretty pics together so that she can have beautiful pics for Facebook. Once anyone in general posts their pics, I post what I have. I've never had an issue. She texted my boyfriend of five years that I needed to take them down. Not asking me to, not asking to make them private, saying I needed to take them down. I was a victim of the family bully. Typically I wouldn't think much of it because we rarely see each other. Don't talk beyond how are you, but I have something she wants my kids to help make pretty pics for her kids. So I respected her and deleted the post, then deleted her. She went to make sure it was gone and saw she was deleted. My stuff is private. She started freaking out asking how can she know it's gone. Her mom told her calm down, it's gone. Then she went on to see she loves me like a sister. I don't want to be loved like one. I know how she treats her siblings. I'm fine, thanks. It's not much of a revenge, but I felt good about it since I stood up for myself in a sense. Honestly, just such a vain thing that I don't blame anybody for not wanting to entertain for too long of a period. I mean, the fact alone that they would rather have something fancier to post on social media than actually have a fun, good experience somewhere says way too much. It's people like that that make social media feel like a total plague on society. At least the worst she could do before then was share her Polaroids around or something. This next story is, retired engineer gets creative with loud neighbors. My dad is a retired engineer, and over the years, his tales of petty revenge on his neighbors have always cracked me up and often amazed me. His approach would always teeter on the brink of some Rube Goldberg type of genius. When his neighbor installed a pool and started hosting loud parties late into the night, His first step was to sink two five-gallon buckets full of chicken manure near some bushes at the property-slash-pool fence. He then rigged an apparatus that would lift the lids of the bucket discreetly so that when said pool party was downwind, they would get a nose full of ammonia from all the chicken poop. The second step was planting a row of maple trees at the property line with the intention of having all the little helicopter seeds float over to their property and, ideally, into their pool. While the trees aren't as ridiculous as the chicken manure, I can definitely appreciate the commitment to the long game. Pettiness is a war of attrition. When same neighbor kept shooting their lawn clippings into his driveway, 
he would dutifully scoop them up, place them in several containers filled with water, freeze them, and then wait until dark to chuck these large grass-filled ice cubes over the fence and into the neighbor's pool. He always prefaces by telling me, I probably shouldn't tell you this, so you'll have plausible deniability. Needless to say, if OP's father gets held accountable for this, might be the first time anybody gets any kind of citation for throwing grass-filled ice cubes into a pool. Our next story is not my kid. I'm old, 47, but I do well financially. I was talking to a beautiful younger girl that I could not believe would be interested in an old, average-looking, at best, guy. We started dating. I was on top of the world. We went through what I thought was normal relationship progress, crazy amounts of hooking up at the start. As time went on, she'd asked why I never had kids, and I told her I didn't want them, which is the truth. She asked if I would be open to having them. I told her almost certainly not. She had two kids, different dads, but the kids were toddlers, and their dad supported them, so I didn't have to play the dad role. More on that later. Anyway, we kept hooking up, and she kept asking about my past relationships and what kind of contraception I used, and how the girls never got pregnant. She never asked about our future, our hopes and dreams, or any of that. Didn't want to get into those details. It was just weird. I told my friends about this, and they also said it seemed weird. One of my friends asked if I knew anything about her kids' dads. I said no. My friend suggested I ask a little about them. Something seemed kind of off, so I did and she told me. She said they were nice guys, older, even older than me, but after a while she could tell they weren't someone she wanted to spend her life with, but that she might as well get something out of it and laughed about it. What? She said they got to have kids and I get to be taken care of kind of crushed me. She was treating the relationships with these men like a transaction. I was determined not to fall into that. We kept dating, still hooking up a lot, but she never got pregnant. She did continue bringing up kid-related questions. She would say our kids would be beautiful, they would be smart, etc. She knew I didn't want kids. I guess she thought because I was partaking in the action that could get her pregnant, I could get her pregnant and I would be okay with it. At some point, I got tired of the questions and discussions about having kids. I could tell she really didn't care about me, never asked about anything in my life except about my feelings or having kids, so I finally had enough. I know it's kind of stupid that I thought she really would care for me, just an old average looking dude, not much to offer except another weekly paycheck. So I told her I'm pretty certain kids won't ever happen with her. I got snipped over 10 years ago. She stopped talking to me shortly after. I was gonna say OP certainly dodged a bullet, but then they dropped the bombshell that, uh, there were no bullets to be dodged the entire time. That's, um, quite the M. Night Shyamalan plot twist right there. Was not expecting that one. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.